Hello, amazing parents and caretakers, and welcome to the Pumped Up Parenting Podcast. I'm your family empowerment coach, Celia Kibler. I'm a mom of a blended family of five kids. I'm a grandma of nine kids, an author, a teacher, a speaker, and a consultant with over 40 years of training and real-life parenting experience. I'm here to offer you practical, doable tips, strategies, and techniques that will pump up your parenting skills and create peace, love, and laughter throughout your family. In addition, I'll be interviewing some great humans that are on a mission to make your life a better, happier, and healthier life. So let's not waste any time and get started with the next episode of the Pumped Up Parenting Podcast. Thanks for listening. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Pumped Up Parenting Podcast. I'm Celia Kibler, your host and your family empowerment coach, and I'm here to talk to you about step parenting today. For those of you that don't know, I am a mommy. I'm a mom of two wonderful, amazing humans, and I'm the stepmother to three wonderful, amazing humans. We have five kids in our family, and I've been successfully parenting a blended family for almost 26 years now, be 26 years this December. And we managed to do all of this healthy parenting and healthy step parenting due to a lot of different aspects that we put into place while our kids were young so that they all felt important. They all felt respected, trusted, and valued. And that's extremely important. Today, I want to talk about some things that will really help get everybody on the same page Let them know what's going on in your home, what their expectations are, what their role is, what their responsibilities are, so that you can spend your time focusing on your home. Now, very often I'm asked, well, what about my ex's home? You know, my kids go over there and it's like chaos. And all these things that I try to put into place don't happen because then they go over there and my ex honestly doesn't care what they do. So it's like, you know, freedom rules. But I'm trying to set up a house where everyone's cooperating and has responsibilities and is listening and, and happy to be there and really make them feel like a part of this family. So let me tell you this. You need to stop concerning yourself with your ex's home. Why? Because you are no longer married to that person. You are no longer living with that person. So you are focusing on something that you cannot change. You can talk to your ex and they can talk about all these things that they're going to do with you. But as soon as you get off that phone and they walk in their house, they can do whatever they want. You have no control over it. So let's focus on what you have control over. And what you have control over is your children while they are in your home. You want to make your home the most peaceful, fun, inviting place to be. 
Will there be structure? Absolutely. Will there be limits and boundaries? Absolutely. Limits and boundaries show love. They show you care. They are not mean. Some people, some parents will say to me, you know, I, I, I feel like I'm being mean when I do that. Actually, my response, you're being mean when you don't put limits and boundaries in place and enforce them. Let's face it, guys. In life, we all have limits and boundaries. I would love to drive 130 miles an hour. However, if I drive 130 miles an hour, I would probably get some kind of speeding ticket. It is also fairly unsafe to drive 130 miles an hour on a normal highway because everyone else is going a whole lot slower. So it becomes a danger. We all have limits and boundaries in life. And like I always say, we are raising adults, not children. They're already children. So if you are trying to make your kids happy all the time, avoiding responsibilities for them, avoiding limits and boundaries, if that actually happens all the time in your home and they're growing up thinking that everything's going to go their way, well, let's think about that for a minute, parents. Welcome to life when, when things don't always go your way. So if you are giving your children the impression that things always go their way, what will happen when disappointment comes their way? And it absolutely will. In school, in college, in a job, trying to get a job, driving, all of these things lead to times when they're disappointed. And if you don't teach them how to handle disappointment now, if you don't give them life skills that will take them through their adulthood confidently, constructively, if you're not offering this to your kids, you are doing them a disservice. And if you're saying, I, I honestly don't know how to do it any other way, well, then reach out. I do private coaching. I do group coaching. Reach out. Get help. Get help now before your kids turn 20, 25, 30. And they need to recover from their childhood or because they have no idea how to handle disappointment. They get involved with drugs or alcohol or self-harm in some way. I know you don't want that for your children. So let's talk about some things you can put in place to create a happier, healthier, blended family. So often divorce gets ugly really ugly. And if you're listening and you've been through a divorce, how did it go for you? Was it a positive experience? Did you make it a positive experience for your kids? Did it, you make it as healthy as possible? Kids are always going to be a little affected by divorce, but they don't have to suffer PTSD because they had a very ugly divorce. You can create a healthy divorce. You can create a healthy life for your children after separation and divorce. First of all, I want you to talk to your kids about this blended family that's happening before the blended family happens. But if you're listening to this now and you're like, well, we already did it, so I guess I'm out of luck. No, it is never too late to help your kids feel better about themselves and about their life. So do it now. 
do it as soon as you get off this podcast. Create a time when you guys can sit down together and talk about the vision you have for this family. It'll include your core values. It'll include what you want to do. Maybe you guys want to go to church together. Maybe you want to eat dinner together every night. Maybe you want your kids and everybody to just help out without being asked. Maybe there are some house rules that you have. In this house, we use manners. In my house, my stepchildren know what knew when they walk through that door, and they still know, when they walk through that door, I expect them to speak respectfully to each other, to us, using manners and being kind. That's a given. They're all in their 30s now, but they know that. When they see me and my husband, they know this is a time where we think about the words that come out of our mouth. We are proactive when we're talking. We are not reactive. We are using our manners. We smile when we talk. You can always hear a smile. Can you hear my smile now? I bet you can. You do not have to be listening or seeing someone to know that they're smiling. I'm, I'm assuming you have all spoken at some point or time to a customer service representative and you talked to one that was grouchy and sounded like they were hating life. And they're like, hello, can I help you? Blah, 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 blah. And you're like, why do we even have this job? And you've spoken to other customer service representatives and they're like, good morning, how can I help you? They are smiling just like I just did. If you're not good at smiling when you talk, practice. Look in the mirror, practice talking and smiling, and you will get better and better at it like any skill. So go over the house rules, go over expectations, go over what needs to be done by everyone in the house and ask your children to contribute to this vision statement. What do they want? What are things that are important to them? Maybe honesty, integrity, being trusted, being respected, being able to play video games for a half hour every day. Whatever it is, let everybody brainstorm it and create your vision statement for your family. Number two, treat your stepchildren like you would treat your own. My five children regardless of whether they came from my womb or did not come from my womb, know that I always have their back and I love them unconditionally. There are times, yes, that my stepkids struggled and they may have turned away from me because it's easy for the step parent to be the scapegoat for things. Kids adore their parents, good or bad, no matter what their parents are like, kids really like them. They could be the worst parents in the history of the world, and that child is going to love and try to make that parent proud. And in a blended family, it's very easy when you want to blame someone to blame that step parent. So know ahead of time that if your child's struggling and they want to kind of blame you, don't take it personally. Understand they're struggling, they're having a hard time, and you make a perfect scapegoat because their parents won't be. It's much easier in their head to, to blame you than anyone else. Let it be, stay consistent. You know, when my son went to jail, my stepson, 
I wrote him letters. We talked. Well, we didn't talk because during that jail time, he didn't want me to come visit him. I was not on the guest list. Now we, he lived with us from eighth grade to 21 and he called me mom and I could have taken that very personally. And yes, it hurt. Yes, I cried because I missed him, but I did not hold it against him. I did not scream. I did not yell. I did not hold it against him because I knew he had to have a scapegoat for whatever he was feeling. And as this thing got finished and as he got out of jail and he's very successful now, we would rebuild our relationship. But in the meantime, while he's gone through difficult times, I, it's okay. I understood. Did I stop writing to him? Absolutely not. Did I stop trying to visit him? No. I actually went a few times when I was allowed to. But now we're very close again. So give them grace, give them space, but treat them like your own. Because when you respect them and love them, they will return that respect and love. Don't compare your kids to the other kids. Even without a blended family, don't compare your children. Don't compare them to each other. Don't compare them to other kids. We're all individuals. You know, my, my grandson one time, when my grandkids lived with me, he said to me, and he's the older one, he, and when his younger brother was kind of throwing a tantrum, he goes, oh, he's just being Mason. And I looked at him and I said, he's just being Mason. And he goes, yeah, he's just being Mason. I said, well, who is Mason supposed to be except Mason? That's who Mason is. You're not Mason, you're Logan. Mason's Mason. And I totally expect them to be Mason. Don't compare them. Let them be the person they need to be. Just like I would tell you to be you. Because everyone else is taken. You can only be you and stay true to yourself. Make sure that you and your spouse in a blended family, your partner, agree on the discipline, the parenting process that you're going to use, the parenting system, what kind of techniques are you going to use? If you don't agree, you will fight constantly. And who is going to do this discipline? Will you parent your own kid, discipline your own kids, and they parent their discipline, their own kids? Who's going to do this? Talk about it. And if you've already blended this family and you haven't talked about it, talk about it now. Make sure the family that has the, the responsibilities, the chores that you put in place for your family, that when your stepchildren come to visit, they're part of it all. They don't get like a free pass because they're only here two days on the weekend. You still have dishes to do. You still have jobs to do. You still have a house to keep clean and organized. Everybody participates. Remember that these children are not guests in your home. I can't be clear enough on that. If you make your child feel like a guest in your home or your partner's child feel like a guest in their home, they will grow to resent you. If their parent lives in that home, it is their home as well. Very important to remember. Don't be like, here, you're in the guest room. Make it 
their room. And when they're not there, if you have a guest, a guest can sleep in their room. They are not sleeping in the guest room. This house is also theirs. If they get into trouble, they should feel welcome in your house. Please, 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 please do not badmouth the other parent in front of your children. Do not talk poorly about your ex. Do not go into all the gory details of a divorce with your children. They don't need to know what's everything that's going on. They need to know what's going on, but they don't need to hear you badmouth their parent. Go back to when I said kids adore their parents. They adore the worst parents in history. They love their parent. And if you're bad-mouthing that other parent, it's going to come to bite you in the butt. Please do not. If you want to complain, go talk with a family member, a friend outside of their earshot. Don't let them hear you. You will be doing them a lot of psychological damage and it will go, come back to bite you in the butt. This is not about who's the good guy, who's the bad guy. This is about parenting your children with love and respect and helping them through what is a very difficult time. Okay, no favoritism. Just like I said, don't compare. Also, don't show favorites. Treat your kids so that they feel a part of it all. Unite them, all one family. You know, there was a time when that was difficult for my children when the divorce first happened and my husband remarried and there he was over at his sister's house and they took pictures with his new wife and her daughters and they had my children sitting on a bench as if they were not part of that new family. That caused horrible, horrible sadness and confusion to my kids. If you have kids, his kids, your kids, their kids, everybody's kids. If you've got kids between you and separate, it's all one family. Do not go, okay, you guys sit over there because we're going to take this family picture. That's how kids feel like they're being left behind and they're not loved by the other parent. That's how they start to feel deserted. And please, when you're giving gifts, cards, include everybody's name, sign it. Don't just sign it, uh, your name and your two kids that are living in the house all of the time, include everybody. Try to really unify this family. And you know what? There's great benefits from it. My kids, they now have two stepsisters. They have three stepbrothers. It's awesome. They have all this extended family, all this fun. My grandkids have all these grandparents and all these aunts and uncles. It's great. More love, more family. It's what this world needs. I hope you agree. And last, I want to tell you guys, make life fun. Have fun. Don't be yelling all the time. You know, I'm on a mission to stop a million parents from yelling at their kids. Stop yelling. Start being proactive. Start learning how to communicate. Start finding out how you can create this respect and trust between all of you. And don't forget to have fun. Laugh together. 
tell jokes. Let your kids think of funny things they can do around the house. Let them run around and play. You run around with them. Don't just watch. Join in the fun. Laughter, it's the best medicine, like I tell you at the end of every podcast. Exercise, outdoors, always great stress reducers. There's no better exercise than playing with your kids. So play with them. All of them. That's how your kids will get to know you better if they're your stepchildren. And that's how your partner's kids will get to know, know him. That's how everyone will get to know each other. Uh, it's too many. <laughs> too many coming from different angles. Have fun. Yes, the responsibilities are important. What goes on in the family, the limits, the boundaries, all important. But part of that responsibility, part of that vision that you create with your kids is to have fun as a family, to love each other and respect each other. That should absolutely be in your vision statement. So create the vision for your family, get everyone on the same page, talk, respect, talk out your issues. And if you need help, guys, reach out to me. That's what I'm here for. Join my Tranquility Tribe. There's, there's group coaching, there's master classes, there's live trainings, there's a whole academy to put a parenting system in place in your home. Reach out, get help. It's so important. You can absolutely have a healthy separation and divorce for your children. I guarantee it. If you're intentional about it, you can have a healthy, healthy, healthy divorce. So if you have any questions, reach out. In the meantime, I appreciate you guys being here and listening. If you think this helped you and it might help someone else, please share it out. Offer a review for the Pumped Up Parenting Podcast if it's helping you and you're enjoying it so other people can find it too and it can help others. And in the meantime, guys, as always, I wish you days filled with peace, love, tons of laughter, because it's really important. Stuff is funny, so laugh at it. And I'll see you here next time on the Pumped Up Parenting Podcast. Bye-bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Pumped Up Parenting Podcast and being a part of my mission to stop a million parents from yelling at their kids. Be sure to head over to pumpeduppparenting.com and grab your free copy of the Patience Playbook. Wishing there was a manual for your toddler? Well, great news. Now there is. Pick up your copy of Raising Happy Toddlers, How to Build Great Parenting Skills, and Stop Yelling at Your Kids, plus my three new children's books at celiasbooks.com. That's celiasbooks.com. If you're loving this podcast, please feel free to share it with your friends and pay it forward. And also leave a review so I know who you are and can thank you personally. Tune in next time for more tips, advice, and strategies as you continue to pump up your parenting and create childhoods that everyone in your family can blossom from. Have yourself a really happy, fun day. Bye-bye.